Hello, and welcome back to Real Horror Show. I'm your host, Samantha. Coming off two weeks of a lot of stress that I'll talk about someday, maybe. Probably yes. not with legal stuff. Yes. Um, <laughs> but um, we're back, and we're still not on the same page with Vampire Diaries, because now I'm apparently... Oh, you're ahead. <laughs> you're ahead of me, because... I thought yeah. you were at the end of season six. I I thought I was too, but then I I feel I feel like the last time we talked about minisodes was a long time ago, and I thought I was supposed to stop at season six, episode eleven, but I'm past episode eleven, and I just was like, okay, I'm just gonna stop. I'm just gonna stop until you start to watch, and then um, Sam thought that we were supposed to watch episode seven. So it's okay. Now we're all discombobulated, but yeah. don't worry. No, it's fine. We'll all catch up. We'll catch um, up. But anyway, I can I can fake it. I can talk up to episode eleven of season six. Um, okay, right on. Man, that that um ending of season five was a real bummer where everybody died. Oh, I know, right? And then came back to life except for Bonnie and Damon. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It was, but I'm starting to understand what people mean when they say that the vampire diaries death is really unimportant Mm -hmm. because as we go into the first half of season six damon gets resurrected by like episode five because they find some way out of this hellhole because they're they're trapped in 1994 yeah very strange but we we understand a little bit later why it's that specific day and time that they're stuck in it's like the same day over and over again yeah because there's a celestial event that will allow them to return yes so that that's going on and um elena is just being elena and dramatic so (laughs) yeah she (laughs) she decides to have alaric who came back to life finally Mm-hmm. at the end of season five and I was so glad I missed him dearly I know me too right he just adds that like paternal figure the show desperately needs yeah but now he's like pissed that he's alive again he's like it's supposed to be here well yes, yeah they'll work at the college because he came back as a vampire and I can't I understand why they would want all their friends and stuff to come back to life if given the opportunity but at this point Alaric's been dead for two years that's <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's a weird way to restart your life. It is. <laughs> but yeah, he's alive and he has the original blood in him. So he's able to compel memories away from Elena. And I'm not going to lie. I was hoping this would open up the doors to Stelena coming back. Yeah. Yeah. I want them to get back together. But for some reason, the show is forcing Stefan and Caroline on us. Yeah, which is awkward in my opinion. I don't like it. No, I don't like it either. I like their friendship because yes. their friendship is very similar to Stefan and Lexi's friendship. Right. And I just they're they're good friends. I don't need them to be together. I know. They don't like you don't have to just be romantically involved with every man. Right. Caroline. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what was the last thing that happened in season eleven? um (laughs) season 11 episode 11 gosh sorry um let me let me check uh i'm so confused yeah check which episode that even was 
No, let's see. As Kai learns to control his magic, he holds Elena captive. Caroline and Stefan go to North Carolina in search of, that's right, uh, Caroline's mom has cancer. Oh, yeah. A rapidly progressing cancer. So in episode 11, Caroline tries to see if vampire blood will cure cancer, which it probably won't. Yes, they, they keep having this big discussion about how vampires knew that, you know, vampire blood can cure cancer. Don't you think that we would have, like, you know, thought of that? So yeah, of which is there's that caveat, which yeah. is a very valid point. Right. And like, not every vampire in this universe has shut off their humanity and doesn't care about the living people. Right. Let's say Carlisle Cullen exists in this universe. He <laughs> yes. would definitely be using his vampire blood to cure cancer. Of course he would. Because he's a saint. Yeah. And he's the best doctor in town. The only doctor in town. <laughs> oh, by yeah, I think by episode 11, Alaric started dating the uh, witch. Yeah, the witch doctor. <laughs> Who's really cool. I enjoy her. Yes. Although everything involving the Gemini coven is a little convoluted, in my opinion. Yes, I think this is a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> just, I don't know if you're at the point where it's established that if their leader dies, they all die. That's just, yes. That seems very inconvenient. <laughs> It does. And then, yes. And then also the, all the celestial events and all this and all that. I'm just like, oh, gosh, <laughs> come on. I'm trying to just have fun and enjoy myself watching television. Come on. Starting Please. to wonder if this show should have ended with season <laughs> five. Yeah. Because that was a pretty solid ending. It was sad, but that's fine. Yeah, I agree. Um, but we have like what? episode seven or season seven and does it stop at season eight that yeah is? season eight is the last of the vampire diaries wow we're almost there do you think we can finish it like i don't know finishing it by the end of the year would be too far of a reach we might be able to you never know i know right we'll see, we'll see how you feel when you're on winter break okay it's good it's wild it's a little convoluted now but i'm not complaining this is just what happens when you have 22 episode seasons i know right there's just so much to be done so like let's put all these like complicated uh within every episode yeah so i I can't wait till it gets resolved but yeah let's go ahead and pick our movie for the week okay excellent so you know um sam and i have been thinking about maybe branching out from net from netflix for one time (laughs) the occasional branch out from netflix because there are we're in a very privileged time where Mm -hmm. we have things like peacock and tubi and imdb tv giving us content completely for free as long as you can deal with ads which i can to a certain extent yes so i was scrolling on the tiktok as i do yeah for many hours a day uh-huh. and a horror movie was recommended to me that really piqued my interest because it sounds like a weird one because we're okay. in an age of very artisanal horror movies and also just people having a blast yes and I think this is one of those people having a blast okay it's called Dave Made a Maze it came out in 2017 and it is available for free on Tubi Vudu crackle peacock and amazon prime video slash imdb tv nice it has it actually has very good ratings for horror weird horror Mm -hmm. at least uh 6.3 out of 10 on imdb 86 on rotten tomatoes and 60 percent on metacritic okay cool 
Uh, Dave, a frustrated artist who has yet to accomplish anything significant in his career, builds a <laughs> fort out of cardboard boxes in his living room, only to wind up trapped by the fantastical fit pitfalls and critters of his own creation. Ignoring his warnings, Dave's girlfriend, Annie, leads a band of oddball explorers on a rescue mission. Upon entry, they find themselves in an ever-changing supernatural world threatened by a threatened by booby traps and pursued by a bloodthirsty minotaur. Oh my God, Sam, it's a movie that's made from House of Leaves. House of Leaves? That's that's the exact plot of House of Leaves, including the minotaur, because it's a labyrinth. Ooh. So they, it sounds like they were like made a modern movie about it. Ooh, I haven't read House of Leaves. I'm very intimidated by it. It's not, <laughs> I mean, like you should read it to read it because it's a horror book, but like, it's, it's like, uh, it's a big chore because there's um, so many flipping backwards. Like I'm sure you've seen an image of yeah, what um, it looks like. Back in regular college, gra- undergrad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I never, what is that called? <laughs> brought it back, brought in a copy because we were talking about book layouts and how that can contribute to the overall narrative of a story. And someone brought in House of Leaves as an example of that. Yeah, like it's cool because... Um, it, it's like that and it looks like that it's cool to look at but whenever you're like actually reading it and trying to like get every bit of like text in it's mm-hmm. it's tough but you should read it it's worth the read oh apparently this has a member of okay go in it as an actor oh, okay go is that like a band <laughs> you don't know okay go no what are the kids like these days like okay go did you you never saw the music video of the guys on the treadmills um, no, but I know the band name because I work when I worked at Hot Topic, I, I remember that. As a former Hot Topic employee, you're supposed to know every single band from the mid-2000s. <laughs> I know, and I have to know all their hits mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can mm-hmm. recommend stuff for people to buy. Uh, but this should be fun. Um, it probably does have some inspiration from House of Leaves. Nothing on IMDb says it was directly inspired by it. Oh, yeah. But... It's possible mazes are like ripe for a horror movie. Yeah, it's the idea. It's the idea that um, the the things that stick out to me the most that are the same as House of Leaves is that he he built it himself, and in House of Leaves, the man like um goes to his home and he like tries to update his home and he accidentally creates a labyrinth, um because he's an artist and then. Uh, individuals go into the labyrinth to like explore and that's the other element and then the third element would be the minotaur which is the danger within the labyrinth um but like that's also whenever you discuss just the labyrinth as a thing um it's like uh you know the the mythological creature that's always caught in the labyrinth so that's that there's like that element too where it's not just has leaves it's just traditional mythological creature like lore too that's cool. Yeah, no, I'm. It, I'm. It looks really fun. I won't spoil anything for you, but the reason this movie intrigued me is how they do gore. Ooh, um, okay, excellent, excellent. It looks very. It looks very whimsical and on brand for the type of movie they're trying to make. Excellent. Well, I, I very much look forward to watching it. So if I if we if I watch it on the Amazon thing slash IMDb, will there be ads or? Yeah, there there will be ads. That's oh. how it's free. Oh, okay. I got you. I'll just have to deal with that. <laughs> yeah, it's it'll be a nice throwback to when we were watching shows in the two yeah. thousands, which I was thinking about those the other day. Oh yeah, 
I used to watch um, movies on USA a lot as a kid. Yeah, USA is uh, pretty cool because that was like one of the first like TV channels that started to have like shows with swear words. Yeah. After Dark. <laughs> um, and I remember like the cable television premiere of certain movies and on Fridays or Saturdays, they would have like shows before the commercial breaks, like there would be cooking shows. Yeah. And like, I just, sometimes I miss that time being Mm -hmm. a kid. Yeah. We really didn't, we really took that stuff for granted. We really did because, um, and it's funny that you say that because especially during like Halloween season, that's the only time I find myself wanting to just sit sit around with cable on and just like allow any horror movie to just kind of play. Yeah. Because whenever you're in that like season and you're trying to watch horror movies and you you actually are forced to decide what to watch or you have to browse instead of just being able to just throw something on on TV and experiencing new movies that you maybe wouldn't have chosen to watch before. Yeah. So I, I do miss it for that reason as well. And that's one thing I like about Tubi. It's one of the weirdest streaming platforms around Mm -hmm. because it just has the weirdest selection of movies and television. (laughs) It has like the shit you watch, the sitcoms you had, you watched when you were homesick from school and then never heard of or thought about again until suddenly you're browsing Tubi because you're bored and looking for a lifetime movie to watch. Right. Like, holy (laughs) shit, this, this was a thing that existed. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It looks very whimsical and different from what okay, we've very cool. watched before. Nice. Yeah, well, I look forward to watching that. I'll put that, go ahead and put it on my to-do list here. Watch. I'm telling you, girl, House of Leaves. Now you have to read it. You must read House of Leaves before I, the year is up now. I'll try, but I have. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> So my friends and I tried starting one book club and we read Anxious People by Friedrich Bachman, which was, was very that? good. It was very okay. good. I loved it. David is 30 pages away from finishing it, but he's enjoying it so much that he doesn't want to finish it. <laughs> but our friend who had the idea for the book club and set the due date to finish the book twice has yet <laughs> to even start the book. Oh, so yeah. Everyone else is ready. <laughs> Right, right. So we may have to do a survivor style vote off the island. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but in the meantime, the girls in the book club, including myself, have started a smutty historical romance book club while we wait cool. for him. Yeah. So, you know, just the $8 paperbacks you pick up at the grocery store. Yeah, the Harlequin novels. <laughs> yeah. We're cool. reading The Duke Goes Down. Wow, is it really called that? <laughs> And according yeah. to the friend that's finished the book, um, he does go down. <laughs> well, I sure hope so. <laughs> it is the title after all. I'd be pretty bummed if it didn't even get there yet. Yeah. So I got all that shit to get through. Yeah, geez. <laughs> Plus the books I actually want to read. <laughs> yeah, that that too. I totally I'm in I'm in the middle of like three book clubs and plus reading for myself and like the third book club, I like I don't even care to begin the book at all. I don't even think there'll be any consequences if I don't even read it. <laughs> so I'm just going to see What's what happens if I just don't read it. <laughs> What's the book? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
it's like a it's like some some type of a mystery novel oh. it just sounded like something i like didn't want to read anyway because it's like some type of a mystery novel that's like not new <laughs> oh. so like another one of those eight dollar mystery novels that's next to the harlequin novel but like not erotic <laughs> so like who wants to read that i don't know I don't even know yeah. what it's called. I'll have to look it up and uh, let you know what it is. Maybe you read it, but maybe not. I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, I think that's all I have for this week after we record. And once I go pick up my wallet because I left it at the office. Nice. <laughs> wait, I will be going to see the new Princess Diana biopic at the theater. Oh, sweet. Which I was, I was on the fence about going to see, but I just saw a review that said it's very much like a horror movie. And it's a very different take on like Princess Diana's life. And I'm like, I am very intrigued now. Oh, cool. Yeah, that sounds cool. Okay, so the book is called A Fatal Grace by Louise Penny. I don't think I've heard of that one. I know, I've never heard of it. I'll have to see if it's like on my Kindle Unlimited or something like that. And I read uh, mysteries and thrillers most of the time. Yeah, it says, from the author of A Great Reckoning. I haven't heard of that one either. Well, this is a, apparently the number one New York Times bestselling author books, so. What does that even mean anymore? It just means that, I don't know. A lot of people <laughs> bought it? I guess so. Yeah, she's on the number one list of the most purchased books. Anyway. Ah, yes, let's, let's take a look at these. Oh, God. It's got, it's got really high ratings, four out of five. Okay, well, I guess I'll just have to read it. It's called a Chief Inspector Gamache novel. So that obviously means that it's part of a series. So it's going to bother me if I'm reading a random book from a series, yeah. like out of order. Uh, see, that's why I don't like when people choose these. I don't think they really put much thought into the choice. Ooh, anyway. Yeah. You don't want to start a, a book club with me, do you? And have a fourth book club. <laughs> How no. many book clubs can we juggle? <laughs> Listen, when we're ready in another five years to start a Patreon, yeah, uh, we can do have book a, reviews. We can have a real horror show book club. That, oh, that'd be so cool! All right, man, it's on our long-term goals list, among other things. Yeah. Well, I I have nothing more to say. All I will say is now I'll actually finish Vampire Diaries for real So don't watch anymore. I'll let you know when I get to season okay. seven. Okay, I'll stop watching. I'll take yeah, a break. Stop watching because <laughs> it's really easy to want to keep going. Stop watching. Anymore. It's addictively bad. It is. I know. I really. That's that's how I feel too. David says I don't actually like the show because I watch it at one point twenty five speed. But that's only wow. because that's only because they talk unnaturally slow to me. Yeah, I, I can agree. They do, and they they do these dramatic pauses a lot. Yeah, so I, I can like, understand that. I don't notice that I have it sped up until there's like a fight scene or a dance sequence where they're actually like moving <laughs> fast. <laughs> a fight scene, but when they're just funny. talking, it sounds normal to me, and that might be because I am a fan of like. Amy Sherman Palladino and Aaron Sorkin writing uh-huh. where I just expect everything to be fast, fast, fast. Yes. Marvelous is Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. When is, is that coming back soon? I don't know. Oh, I think, geez. I think so because <laughs> he who shall not be named had a bit role in one of the episodes. 
Mm. So um, I'll name him off mic. Yeah, I was gonna say what? <laughs> I don't. I don't get free. I don't give free publicity on the podcast, except go check out Strawberry Boys because we haven't recorded an episode. Um, well, we have. <laughs> But during October, they were doing special Spookberry Boy episodes yeah. where they were reading spooky stories in the ilk. So go check them out. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, go check them out. They were actually pretty delightful and hilarious. Yes. Um, but I think that's all I have <laughs> for this week. Yeah, we got a lot of really good one-liners from that episode, though. So. Oh, yeah, I should log into our t-shirt website. Yeah. make <laughs> t-shirts. Making t-shirts sounds like a fabulous idea. I think you have to. All right. Yeah, we're done. Okay, listeners, we're done. Stop, just stop listening now. Okay, we'll talk. We'll talk soon, listeners. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.